0: And welcome to another episode of Dio Talk. Okay. I'm Dio Let's Talk. Uh, I want to welcome a special guest. Uh, he's awesome. He's dope. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to Siobhan. Welcome to the show. Bro. How are you doing?
1: Good. That was a great intro. Thank you. i hope people will find some value in what I have to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, thank you for this whole thing. Like, you know. Uh, actually taking the time and initiative to set up this whole recording session. Oh,
0: you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for joining me. Uh, A lot of people don't have uh, the courage to just come and
1: talk. Mm -hmm. It it is courage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, On top of that, it's vulnerability too. I think that's, that's one of like the values that I think a lot of people nowadays should try to find um vulnerability is seen as not like so manly you know yeah (laughs) and of course you know it takes a lot of courage but courage and vulnerability can sometimes be absolutely
0: absolutely. you know it's uh you have to be willing to go through a lot yes you know and, and it goes different ways right because in order for you to learn what is vulnerability, you got to You got to go through some shit. Oh. As long as you go through some shit, That's you realize what it is. And now it's, it's a, a another journey in itself. Yes. Um, uh, but uh, I agree with you 100%. I feel that right on.
1: So Ken, thank you for that. Um, also, you know what? One of my life's goals is to have a Wikipedia page about myself. <laughs> so, getting on the Dio podcast, the Dio Talk podcast, it's a great step. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I hope it says it the first
0: thing, first accolade, right? That's it. That's it. He first, first onto the scene. Yeah. Uh, and Dio Talk. Um, That'll be dope. Uh, but yet, yeah, I, I must say, I don't I don't take take myself that seriously, you know, uh, to be one of those accolades. I just try to create a platform and, and when, you know, anybody wants to come and talk, be yeah. themselves, uh, promote their passion, business, talk about whatever they feel, you know. I understand. Um, uh, but yeah, that's dope, man. What's, what, what other acc- accolades you want? You know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So, there is a term in the tech world, um, the job description is called a scrum master. A what? A scrum master. A, a scrub master? S-C-R-U-M, right? Scrub. So, this is a, um, a term used in rugby.
2: Mm.
1: And when the scrum happens, I believe it's when two teams pretty much collide heads and, like, you know, trying to go for the ball. Um, In the tech world, it's pretty much the servant leader of a technical team. So you have a team of designers and developers, and you have the stakeholders, business owners, things like that. The scrum master is the one who pretty much like what you're doing gives a platform to all of these different voices in order to build systems for businesses. Um, so that's like one of the things I do as well. Okay, um, It's just a skill that falls under the umbrella of tech consultancy. Um, so yes, you know, one of my other accolades, scrum master. <laughs> how,
0: how, long, how long have you been doing the scrum master thing?
1: Like how, uh, how long you been in the game? How long have been in the game? So, <clears throat> excuse me. I've been in, I would say, the tech world since like 2014, 2015. Right after I, okay. not right after I graduated uh, college. I've been doing it pretty much since then. Uh, I've also worked as a developer. Uh, I've also worked as a project manager, uh, business analyst, consultant. So, through all these different skills, I become like a consultant.
0: Yeah, yeah. Experience and building up yourself and whatnot. Yeah. Exactly. Is this yeah. something that you just stumbled upon on or something you wanted to do or your parents is like, <laughs> you You got to be a
1: tech mogul or. or... Um, uh, I think it's a lot of it just like stumbling into it. Uh, I know a lot of people are very very adamant about what they want they have a life plan yeah they're set up for me i think i kind of just kept failing upwards um so i went to school for computer and electrical engineering and that's that's dope yeah it it was dope i mean i wasn't exactly the smartest student (laughs) or um, you know or the brightest or
0: it's all right. Uh, it's
1: all right. <laughs> uh, but my parents pretty much paid for my college. And they're like, well, if you want us to keep paying for it. Then, yeah, I doing it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so I eventually graduated. Um, I had no idea what to do with myself. So for a few months, I lived in my parents' basement. Um, which is not the first time I've lived in their basement. And it won't be the last time. Same here. (laughs) Same here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a huge hit to your ego, but at least for me. Um, Then one day I applied to just like a random, like, assistant job at an engineering company. And they saw my resume. And at that point, you know, I didn't have any experience. I had no idea what I was doing. They saw my resume and they're like, all right, you're hired but not for the job you came in for. You're going to be our first electrical, not first, but you're going to start as an electrical engineer at our company. Uh, So in that time, I learned how to look at like big design plans for like buildings and architectural diagrams, things like that. Uh, So I did that for about nine months. And then my friend, Daryl, who comes to Jiu-Jitsu now. uh, Shout out to Daryl. Shout out. money. Uh, (laughs) he told me about this company that pretty much just puts you in a random other state and you Mm -hmm. work there as like a consultant building systems for the government. Uh, So I worked as a developer building tax solutions and also uh, driver's license and registration solutions for entire state governments. So I went into that, they moved me to Santa Fe, New Mexico, Wow! where I lived there for a year. Um, <clears throat> then I moved to North Dakota. Wow. There, there are stories about all these places, of course. North Dakota, uh, little stint in New York, then all the way to Washington, where um, I eventually just had enough of that kind of life. Um, I feel it. I wasn't into the work. You know, so I eventually just walked off. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh and I, I kind of pretty much put it on the spot, no plan. In hindsight, not the best decision. <laughs> but I'm still, you know, I'm still alive. I mean, but uh, so, you guys, it's
0: it's never the I I've been in that predicament several times. Uh, it's not the best decision, but yet. If you don't do it, you're never going to come out of that unhappiness.
1: Yeah. Right. You just have to pull off the bandaid, as people would say. Facts. Um, And I don't think you would ever know what the right decision was, because, of course, there are the two schools of thought where it's like, if you're unhappy, don't be unhappy for another day. Put on the spot. Um, But other people are saying, if you're unhappy, have a plan, (laughs) you know, maybe write it out for a few more months. Um, yeah. But you never know. Like, you never know what the right decision was until. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, at that point, did you have uh, an idea on what you wanted to do? Or you just knew you can't do this no more? <clears throat>
1: uh, so, I've researched a lot of like, different topics. And my first thought was maybe I can go into more of the management side so I don't have to deal with the actual coding. Um, funny story, like my first two weeks on the job, I changed one line of code and it cost the state of New Mexico, like hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it was not a good start. <laughs> you know? It cost the state a hundred thousand dollars for like one line of code. And some days I would just, just stare at code on the screen for hours at a time. And I was like, fuck. Uh, this and like what am I doing and seeing my older co-worker just like older out of shape messed up blotchy skin just sitting all the time I'm like I don't want that man that's it's
0: like you stink man that's why what- <laughs> you know, why are you so smelly bro <laughs> take a shower
1: <laughs> that's the tap world for you man that's like <laughs> um some people just lose the hygiene part of
0: yeah they they're stuck in the, the that same uh routine.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, what is it for in the end? You're unhealthy, you know, your skin's messed up. Like, <laughs> like are you, why are you doing this to yourself? You know? Is it for yeah. the money? Who knows?
0: <sighs> All right, so you 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 quit. What's next?
1: So I quit and once again, no plan. So I went out like Expedia or Priceline or whatever I was like let me find the cheapest ticket I can to just go anywhere just for a little little while do whatever Um, ended up being a ticket to Sweden Um, so for two months all I did was travel Mm -hmm. around like Europe all the Scandinavian countries, Iceland things like that Um, so I did that for two months uh, a lot of Instagrammable things I was able to brag about it for like two years after that. (laughs) Um, But then I come back, (laughs) you know, cloud, cloud chasing.
0: Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Uh,
1: I come back and I had no idea what to do. And for some reason, it was incepted into my mind that maybe Los Angeles is the place for me. So. I sell all my stuff, my drum set, my bike, like all my kitchen stuff, just all of it. Um, and whatever I can fit into my little car, my little Mitsubishi Lancer, mm-hmm. put into my car and drove two days to LA um, where I stayed with my, my family for a couple of weeks. And... Basically the gist of it is I ran through all my savings. I ran through all my money in nine months and I had to move back into my parents' basement. <laughs> so there, there it is. So.
0: <laughs> I feel that.
1: So that's what happened.
0: <laughs> I mean, but uh, now that I'm older, mm-hmm. I, I can see in why would that happen? You know, like, yeah. pe- like, I think <clears throat> How do I say this? Right. So I think like parents that are like immigrants that come here mm-hmm. and, and, you know, bust their ass, have kids or they want to progress. You know, right. some of them want you to be doctors, accountants. They want they want you to be something meaningful. Yes. Right. Um, but then you're that kid who um, basically lives his life. Uh, listening to your their parents, right, and where you got your grades, you went to cause you in went to school, yeah, and you know at some point you you get burned out, even as a child, you get burned out now you're just rolling through the punches you, you through the movement, you know you yeah. never really thought for yourself,
1: yeah, you,
0: you know you you really don't know how to handle the situation. you really didn't grow up you you really didn't experience anything you know because hey my you know you 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 grew up with that value that you this is what your parents wanted and they sacrificed and they wanted the best for you yeah
1: Um, i think uh, that's like one of one of an immigrant immigrants parents strengths um guilt (laughs) yes especially hispanic mothers (laughs) why are they so good at that (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um yeah i mean that's pretty much how it ended up being
0: yeah and i think the goal was like they wanted you to be secure they they don't want you because that's the thing also that parents also we from the moment you're a child right tell you to you know the moment you you don't understand we tell you to stop don't do whatever you know and we you know time passes like this Mm -hmm. in a a blink of an eye and and we don't realize that you grow up yeah and there's an enormous uh space a gap in between and where you grew up and and as a parent you forget that we have to talk to you and explain things to you so you can understand and then when you get to an age that's when you know that you know we clash yeah because we as a kid you're here like all you do is yell at me all you t- tell me I'm useless. I'm not smart uh, mm-hmm. I need to do this and and the parents all, all they do is yell but no form there was never any form of communication mm-hmm. right um, and fuck man that's that's what kills us sometimes
1: I you know I, I wholeheartedly agree and this ties back into the whole vulnerability thing where it's like the older, I would say in the older generation, I don't want to make generalizations, but of course everyone's like, you know, back in the day, blah, blah, blah. We worked in the coal mines, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they're just like, this is a soft generation. It's like, but have you ever tried like having that vulnerability as well? You know, and I think if you want to have an understanding with, your children. Um, if you want them to learn without yelling at them, you have to show a vulnerable side to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I digress. <laughs> it's like,
2: yeah, but it's,
0: it's, having a, it's having a balance. You know, It's having a balance in everything you do. And, mm-hmm. and you can't be a parent that's always whining because your kid is not going to take you serious. They're going to think you're a pushover. Yeah. Right. You you have to have some realness. And, and you can't always shelter them for the world, mm-hmm. you know, because then they think everything's pink. You got to be real t- with them at mm-hmm. times, you know. And, and, you know, you hear people like, oh, when I have our kids, I'm going to give them everything because nothing was given to me. Mm-hmm. And then you have other parents be like, ah, oh, you got to tell them you got to be real with them because now how are they going to be tough? And, and, it's but it's essentially everything's a balance
1: yeah there's a lot to consider i would think and i feel like every few months there's just like a new book on parenting and there's so much information out there like who who do you trust (laughs) who do you look at how do you know what you're doing is right you can only (laughs) (laughs) listen
0: man i've been a parent for five years right uh uh, before that, you know, I, I had to grow up in a very young age. Yes. Um, if you want to say those books are advice. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Now, If you want to say those books are guides, I'll throw it out the window. There's no, every situation is different. Yes. Every person is different. Agreed. You know, it's, we all have this thing that we, we choose not to accept is that we all see different views we're seeing the same we're seeing the same picture
2: mm-hmm.
0: but we're seeing different things yes some see it it's it beautiful other things it, it sucks it's ugly what the fuck's that right
2: yeah
0: so you can only you know as you progress in life you can only take what you feel is good <clears throat> take this boom and describe the rest and that's how that's how you 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 try to find some balance and and structure to your life and, and teach that, you know, to your kids. And also as you, you know, you grow and continue to progress, you you start, you know, learning life's value. Yes. Not everybody who says is a friend is a friend. Mm-hmm. Not everybody should be in your house and in your surroundings. Yes. You gotta be precautious. It's gotta be kind but you also got to keep it balanced because you got to put motherfuckers in their place. And that's life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. In a nutshell. <laughs> right? yeah. 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 But I think you bring up an inter- interesting point. Um, Cause you're saying you got to sift through all of the information that's given to you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to, well, you got to have the sense to figure out what is right for you, what you should discard. And what is discarded for you could be valuable to someone else, right? Yes, 100%. Um, I think that's something important that we need to, not we, but at least for me, that's something important that I've learned recently. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'd be reading all these books and it's like, because it's said so in this book, it is true. The same way that everyone's looking at Instagram pages, whatever this guy is saying is true. It's on Instagram they're millionaires etc cetera, etc cetera. i think um like we have to become more discerning of the information that's given to us
2: mm-hmm.
1: on a daily basis and then figure out the best way to use that value in our own lives
0: yeah yeah essentially you you have to be accountable for you yeah and and that's something that we lack of
1: maybe i don't want to make like a sweeping generalization
0: but no you, you do don't you, but you have to because yeah. if you're not taking accountability for yourself, who is? Because then you, you'll, you'll be one of these individuals that will sit there and blame everything on everybody and, yeah. and, the, and the why their life's is fucked up and shit like that. You have to take accountability. You yeah. have to.
1: Yeah, it's like, um, have you heard of Jocko Lilly? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he's like, reading some of his books really made me understand, like, you know, I have to take the reins on this goddamn thing. Um, (laughs) Goddamn. This goddamn thing. You've got to take the reins on it. Um, Personal accountability is so important. And maybe there are a lot of people who blame outside factors. Like, whenever I'm on Instagram or Reddit, like, something happens, and all I see is, like, blame in the comments. It's like, (sighs) this can't be good for your mental health. No,
0: don't don't read the comments. Don't read the I know, comments. I know. <laughs>
1: it's, it's so bad. Like I have to take time away from all those things, and it's just like. I mean, uh, yeah. sure,
0: it'll get interesting, right? Because yeah. you start reading the comments, and like for one thing is just to another. And next, thing you know, they're not even talking about the post anymore.
1: They're not. Yeah. Right. Start attacking each other. It's like, how have we become so crazy? Like.
0: Because we are crazy. We
1: are. Yeah. I one thing we we keep mistaking is like, we think people are rational and people are not rational. No, it's irrational. Um, that's how the stock market works. So stock market doesn't work on rationality.
0: It's but the stock market is controlled. Excuse me? The stock
1: market is controlled. I guess more or less. I mean, depends on whose palms you grease. But like, <laughs> like the fluctuations in the stock market, like those are, those happen because of irrational behaviors. Mm-hmm. Like, like Elon Musk tweets something, then fucking Doge goes up. <laughs>
0: you know, like, yeah, behavior, right? Yeah, I feel, that, yeah, I, I feel that, yeah. But you know, one of the reasons, like uh, uh, Jocko and um, David Goggins, right? <laughs> the guy. reason that, yeah, the reason that they're, they're, they're it's so good is because you're getting back to being a person. It's yeah. self. It, it's work. It's work. It's manual labor on yourself. Yeah, half of these damn books that that um, people write are it's not manual labor anymore. They're not working on it. most of the fucking books. Is based on people researching information, not because they're doing the fucking work.
1: Yes, yes, that is it. Um, and, then,
0: and and those people can't call themselves journalists mm-hmm. because ger- journalists, their job, their one hundred percent job is to give you a story. With mm-hmm. two options, and you, as the reader, the consumer, this is he, this is he, it, this is the information you decide on what you want it to be.
1: Right, you're giving the information, and how you react to it is up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, David August, I, I love one of his. I don't. He's a little crazy. <laughs> but,
0: but did you hear his? his did you? Uh, I didn't read his book. I, the audio version is better because uh, it has like a. It's like. Once the chapter's finished, it goes straight to like a, a mini podcast with him and the uh, the writer discussing okay. uh like the, the wherever the chapter is. And yeah. so it gives you more details more dope.
1: Oh, I've listened to that book three times. I've listened to all the podcasts. I've also listened to Living with the Seal like two or three times as well. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you read that? Nah. Living with the Seal. Um, so when the book came out nobody knew it was david goggins but basically this guy jesse isler he he's like a multi-hundred millionaire guy and he's married to um the woman who created Spanx, who's a billionaire mm. so like super rich crazy people um <clears throat> he decided to pay david goggins to live with him for one month and it's a book on all that and it's hilarious um and it gives you like a real insight into like what David Goggins is and how he lives his day-to-day life and how his mind works. And, um, if you're into that,
0: you're going to love. Yeah. It's, I can't, I can't, I love David Goggins back. I can't go too much Mm -hmm. into him because I end up killing myself because it's all like pushing, pushing yourself. Yeah. And like, if you don't make it, you're a little bitch. You got to push yourself harder. Actually, You know, you can't
1: even walk. Yeah. Like the sustainability aspect of it could be, Hard to grasp as well because, in my experience, after reading those books, I did a lot of running. I run like yeah. six, seven, eight, nine, 10 miles, lost like 30 pounds. Um, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. It's, <laughs> it could become unsustainable. You know?
0: Yeah. But that's, that's, it's his mentality. Like, his mentality is not going to work for everybody. Yeah. It, it worked for him because he grew up in poverty. Uh, his dad was like a pimp. His dad, I was in the book, like in details, he didn't love him. And oh, actually. Goodness.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. no, he actually <laughs> ran away from him. Yeah. Um, they always picked on him, racial slurs, you know, and you can't, you know, he, his mentality is like, you can't always let people get the best of you.
1: So yeah.
0: You, his console battle with himself is not letting that get to him. Like yes. if, if you, if you come at me with a racial slur, my job is not to punch you in the face, you know, it's, it's go running, go run that off. So, you, so that aggravation, right. Yes. But also he went to Navy SEALs always trying to prove himself and then, uh, never being, uh, having the mindset that you're limited.
1: The man has demons. Yeah
0: We all have demons. you got demons. Yeah. <laughs> <man>. yeah.:
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I think we all do. Just not to that extent. And I, you know, sometimes I wish I did, but then do I want to go through that kind of trauma to get to that kind of body type, that mentality? Um, sometimes you feel guilty for not being, being so hardcore, you know and, In one sense. Like, <clears throat> if I'm not running as much as David Goggins is, I don't feel as accomplished. And I think this is pervasive through mm. all of, like, internet influencer culture, um, which is why a lot of people fall for scams as well, which is why a lot of people knock, like, nine-to-five jobs and stuff like that. Because um, this whole time, like, you're being marketed to, it's like a marketing holocaust, mm-hmm. you know, and you just keep getting marketed to, all day day in day out. yeah and like it's always like you're not doing well enough you're not good enough um you could be making a million dollars buy my course <laughs> you
0: know <laughs> yeah why did you sound like one of those youtube commercials <laughs> buy my course
1: buy my buy my course if you want to learn these things I'm like
0: See, and I used to I used to be a big criticizer on that. Yeah. But then I, I spoke to this gentleman, uh Seiko Pyle, the grandmaster. Um, and he was like, that's their hustle.
1: That is their hustle.
0: That's their hustle. If he got a if uh if he got you to buy his course, he did something, that's his hustle, right? But yet uh you you're you're not wrong in where everybody's everybody's trying to show how they make money. Everybody wants the the Lamborghini and the Ferrari. And the younger you are, the the more you want it.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: And we're not meant to have that. Maybe
1: you are, but... No, we're not.
0: Being young... Listen, Uh man, being young... Mm -hmm. Like you, you're like in your early 20s, right?
1: Early 30s. Uh, Well, being young...
0: God bless you. <laughs> uh being young, we're we are you are not able to appreciate things. You're not.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like there's there's a sense the there there there's a reason why, you know, fucking who. Uh I don't know. Like back in the day the uh like my grandfather, my grandfather had a a nice ass Cadillac. Yeah. The reason there's a reason why he drove it, and when he drove it, it looked like a, the ultimate dick. You earned that. Okay. There's, re- there's a reason why, like, retired men have these nice-ass cars, and they're, every Sunday, they're fucking cleaning it. There's a reason. They earned that shit.
2: Yes.
0: You know, we are young sometimes, and, and achieving that, that enormous amount of money
1: or fame, we don't know how to handle that shit. No, I don't. I, I think that's one aspect of it as well um also if you gotten it easily gotten it through scamming things like that it's you just doesn't have the same value as what it is if you took the time to actually um you know time and effort to actually earn those things um i was listening to a podcast earlier about how now we're going into the topic of happiness i guess uh the podcast said that a lot of people who or it would become very successful at a young age. The older they get, the unhappier they get. Mm. Because, you know, at that point, they've reached the height of accomplishment. And then after that, there isn't much else for them to do. Um, They can probably go into, like, a derivative field or something like that. But in the end, like, they've accomplished so much already. What else is there to aspire to? Uh, So just a related thought. (laughs) no i
0: i feel that i feel that um it's hard it's hard well,
1: what what do you aspire to then what is
0: my me ah shit nothing you ever
1: thought about that no no nothing
0: nothing okay i don't want to aspire for anything okay i like honestly i don't i just want to be a good dad good husband has something to us i, I want to go and, and get my ass handed to me in jujitsu. jitsu yes. i uh i'm definitely not a role model i'm definitely not a role model mm-hmm. uh, but if anything i i if i aspire something i i want it i want people to believe in themselves and not in a dick way yes not in a dick way um you know, go, you know, go build something of yourself. Go make something of yourself, right? Humbly. With kindness. Yes. And you'll be rich every day. I
1: agree. You know? And
0: don't scam people. <laughs> no, definitely don't scam people.
1: Oh,
0: those, man. Those, those those spams definitely take a good chunk of your memory in your email. Yeah. Oh, no,
1: scamming. S-C-A-M. Scam. Oh, okay. Scamming. Yeah, yeah, So. All right. I keep talking about this, but I think why is because whenever I'm like rolling through reels or stories, people are always posting like these people who just say crazy things like, you know, quit your nine to five or once again, buy my fucking course. Right.
0: Well, let's let's break. You you mentioned it multiple times. Let's let's break that down right there. Right. Nine to five. Everybody throwing shade to nine to five. Right okay so being an entrepreneur is beautiful i agree but it's utter bullshit you know why why because uh an entrepreneur is focused on so many things right uh mm-hmm. has no money it's a nice way of calling yourself a bum i'm yeah, sorry I don't I'm, want- I, I'm sorry yeah. because you're so in order you to succeed in something you need to start with one once you, you once you get to where nas needs to go now you start with two and then three, and then four, and then five. A lot, a lot of a lot of uh, entrepreneurs like to live the movie and the glamour. It's like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Uh, an, essentially, an entrepreneur is somebody who's self-made. Mm-hmm. It started with something, you know. Like me, I grew up in the nineties. I know, I, I knew a lot of like <sighs> underground people, right? Okay. That took took. Took this, flipped it, right? Okay. Um, took that money instead of flipping it again, invested in something. They started their own shop, their own, their own clothing line, you know, and that's how they build themselves off that self made. That's having right. the entrepreneur spirit and where you could take anything and make something out of it. But it starts yeah. with one, right? right? um Nine to five, it's only BS if you have nothing going for yourself.
1: Yeah. If you don't have a marketable skill, if you don't develop yourself in that world, mm-hmm. well, I think that's where people can think it's a scam.
0: Yeah, if they don't have a tech guru like yourself. Because <laughs> everything is digital.
1: Yeah, everything is digital. But <clears throat> for me, the skills I have don't only apply to just the tech world. Yeah. They apply to any, any world where there are teams of people that are trying to get things done um but also like there are many hundreds thousands of ceos millionaires follow the nine-to-five route they follow that that track
0: they follow know? the they follow the structure yeah. because in order you to succeed you need structure right yes. if you if you creating your own like Neil belly that's your brand yeah. dope stickers uh, i i just put on the uh the car uh freshener smells yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, I, I love it, right? Super dope, right? Yeah. In order for that to succeed and keep, you know, flourishing, you got to yeah. you have to treat it like a job. It has to be structured. Yes. Right? And especially yeah. especially if you love it, you if if you're doing your dream, right? Mm-hmm. You, what is that quote? You never if you do what you love you never work a day in life.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: That's facts. So that you have to work it as a job. Mm-hmm. Because if you overdo something you love, you're gonna stop loving it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So CEOs, they work the nine to five, but they build their company. Yes. You work in a nine to five, you're you're building somebody else's and you're not building yours.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But the the essential thing is that the nine to five is important is how you use it. Yet again, going back, accountability, right? So you're an entrepreneur. You want to start Neil Belly. You want, we want it to go sky high, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: With what money?
1: Exactly. You need to get money from somewhere.
0: Exactly. A lot of people don't got credit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of people got money, don't got money. A lot of people rely still on mom and dad to give mm-hmm. them money. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have this vision, right. And then, but you don't have the money and then you partner up with, this is why a lot of, like you go like on Ted talks or a lot of these shark tanks, there's, they don't, they're just people with money. Mm-hmm. So essentially your dream is not your dream anymore.
2: That's mm-hmm.
0: why well, you sold, you sold 50% or 25% of of uh, the ownership of your company for what, how, how much? Give me a number.
1: Like a hundred thousand.
0: Right. Boom. Yeah. That percent, you lost that percent because you needed an investor to grow your business. Yes. Now, the bigger, as you said, stated uh, previously, as it grows, you got a, a board of directors, shareholders.
1: Exactly. And you need a team. Like, there is one person who was like, I have this idea. Boom. It's a profound idea. The world needs this. Well, you need a team. You need marketing. You need, yeah. you know, consultants, technical mm-hmm. people, designers. You need every, like, you need a good team that works well together. To help build your vision as well. And you live in a society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you, you got to remember that. Uh, America is like a very individualistic society as compared to all these other countries.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, America is the best. Listen, uh, the shitty. Uh, the, the How do I say this? It sounds nice, say, right? What you got to say? I'm going to say this. Siobhan, <laughs> okay. Okay. America is the best thing you got. I
1: agree
0: because you go, you go to India. India is like top there of of sex trafficking. You you go to Russia, all that they fucking kill people left and right like nothing. But yeah, we we're here in America and we have all these fucking values and things and blah blah blah. Right? Take accountability. Oh, right? (laughs) Code of ethics.
1: Raw. Yeah. Right. No, I get you.
0: And yeah, we're complaining about stupid shit
1: i agree well that's a first world problem we have so much we are so privileged that the problems that are left to us to deal with are not problems of you know safety or shelter or things like that it's about this thing happened on the internet i'm very upset yeah
0: (laughs) the memes
1: yeah and and of course i don't want to be I don't want to lessen this or be facetious, but shootings, this is, this, is a, this is a very specific problem here that we need to figure out how to deal with.
0: <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me about when did you start drumming? I love watching your videos. <clears throat> Thank
1: you. I started around when I was 10. Uh, so I've been drumming on and off for like 20 years now. Um, I started off with just like a little pad, which just like a little black pad, two drumsticks. And I'm just like put it. um then when I was 13, my parents bought me a drum set. Mm. Huge mistake on their part. <laughs> Cause I would just, just bang at it for hours. You just beat it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just so much, years. And then high school, all throughout high school, took a little rest in college because you can't. Study, party, and drum at the same time. Um, (laughs) You know, so I really got into it um, more during the high school phase because it was such like a good way to express yourself. And I think one of the reasons why I did not try to monetize it is because everything in our lives, like just Apparently, a lot of us feel that everything we do with our lives needs to be monetized. And I feel like if I start doing drums for money, um, I guess I can throw some lessons in every now and then. But if I wanted to make that my living, I wouldn't enjoy it as much as I do right now. Mm. Um, But yeah, so 20 years on and off, and I can teach you. If you want,
0: <laughs> no, I suck. I can't. It's a hard pass. It's,
1: it's can you count to four? Yeah, one, two, three, four. That's it. I don't know what else you need. <laughs> that is, that's that's it. All a, a lot of like pop music is just one, two, three, four. You know, then the beat just wraps around once again. So if you keep that, that's the most difficult part. People people think that it is just one, two, three, four, and I'm saying it is, but the increment of time between one and two and two and three, three and four, you have to be very cognizant of it and mm-hmm. you have to tell your body to hit it at just the right time. Um, and that's when it sounds good. Nice. So it's simple, but it's very difficult to pull off. So if you, if
0: you would if you were told me you would teach me how to play piano, I'll definitely take, take that offer.
1: No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I tried, man. Nah. Nah. I just like hitting things with sticks.
0: Nah, I feel that. I feel <laughs> that. So at what point did you did you discover or uh, want to try jujitsu? And why?
1: It was around the time when I was listening to Joe Rogan. Um, not so much ah. Joe Rogan, but like Jocko Willing for sure. Like I needed that like structure in my life. He kept mentioning it. And basically, he was like, you know, it's the most healthy thing you can do with your body and your mind. So I tried it out. I I, I don't know about my body.
0: (laughs) But definitely my mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, and if you're not going to continue learning things with, you know, with your brain, then what is the point? Like, you don't want to become stagnant. And I think uh, jujitsu is all those skills where you just continue learning it. And then, most definitely, learning how to use your body—the mind-body connection. Yeah. Sometimes when you learn like how to use your hips better or how to use your weight better, it just like opens another gate in your mind. Um, And say, "Damn, I had this within me this whole time. You know, Uh, why didn't I realize this sooner? I could have been using my body to its like full potential, full capabilities." but yes, it also has elements of strength training, which is very important to your health as well. So yes, your body will get beat up, but we're supposed to get beat up. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean anything you do, you know, through time, your your body's gonna eat. like even if you're like a weightlifter or do yeah. CrossFit, right? Any boxing, you know, judo, karate, like anything you do, you know, even like you. Like drumming. Like at one time, your you fucking hands are going get, to get arthritis.
1: Oh, yeah. No, my, my wrist, my fingers, blood, hitting my eye with drumsticks. They happen. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> you really hurt yourself sometimes.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's normal. It's normal and, and one way or another.
1: Yeah. And we shouldn't be too insulated, I think. We should get beat
0: up every now and then. Oh, uh, definitely. I, I, I enjoy getting my ass handed to me. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I, I need a good ass whooping. That's right. <laughs> it's because I'm, I'm like, we essentially as, as human beings, right? Like, uh-huh. we, we're, no, we're no different than animals. No. If, if, if history has shown us, we, we're no different from them. Mm-hmm. and sometimes we, we you know we need that to to you know to to put us in our in our place yeah. you know get our minds you know straight
1: yeah go go back to our roots so to speak
2: mm-hmm.
1: um learn to use our instincts better things like yeah. that yeah yeah because yeah. i think at least for for a lot of us, we live in our heads. I think that's causing a lot of like mental health concerns in America and other countries is that we spend too much time in our heads and not enough time in our bodies. Um, we,
0: we, we live too much in our head because we're scared to live. We're scared. We're scared to live. We, we're scared to so once again take accountability
1: and be vulnerable. Boom.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: it comes back. Yeah.
0: You know, we we don't have. There's numerous things, innumerable things like, you know, you need to talk. Nobody's there to listen. Right. You know, people are are sketchy. You can't trust, you know. Well,
1: I mean, is that is that what you actually think? People are sketchy. You can't trust them. Like, is that is that from your experience? Or is that like
0: a um, hypothetical? That's hypothetical. That's life. Okay. Let me ask you something. If you were walking down the street, right? Mm-hmm. And you have one uh, person pass you by and looks at you crazy mm-hmm. and you notice that yeah. now, how would you feel Uncomfortable. Oh, mm-hmm. Right. So let's say that you keep walking and you, you pass by and you see a car looking at you, a guy literally looking at you, made eye contact. Mm-hmm. It gives you a mean look and yes, you know, keeps going. How does that Once make you feel? Once again,
1: uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, but then you'll be living in your head because you'll be like, oh, everybody, why is my looking at me mad? It might have something in my face. So, Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Or or is it, um, damn, people look weird. What the fuck? So yeah. it's one or the other.
1: It It is that. I think what you're describing is like confirmation bias. Mm hmm. Because it's like one of those things, like if you look for it, you're going to find it. Yeah. Um, and it kind of paints your worldview as well. So that's one of the things I'm trying to do as well. Like I'm trying to sort of, I guess, lose trust in myself because maybe my worldview isn't exactly right or isn't exactly factual. Um, or I've right. just taken,
2: Susan? No, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah, um, or I've just taken specific experiences in my life and then that's just how how I'm going to live based on those experiences Um, but I think it's important to sometimes just ask yourself is that actually true like maybe it was a coincidence but maybe the guy who looked at me weird thought I was someone they knew or the guy who was in the car was severely constipated and just made eye contact (laughs) but you never know You just never know. It's it's one of those things. And it's like, yes, you're allowed to have that worldview that maybe people are dangerous, people are sketchy, you shouldn't trust them, or it should take a lot for, like, they should do a lot for you to be able to eventually trust them.
0: Or, Mm -hmm. Or, just fucking mind your business and keep it going.
1: Yeah, there's that. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Damn it. That's exactly it. It's, once again, goes back to the vulnerability part. You have to be willing to sometimes take that risk or take that step and understand that you may be hurt.
0: So but, let, me, let me ask you this, right? Because you said you, you want to, I, and, I, and I, I apologize if uh, I'm, I'm botching your words, you said something that um, not trust yourself yes okay why
1: why um i don't know if i can think of an example right away but it's like oh okay so let's bring an in entrepreneurship into this okay so why why would you try to not exactly trust yourself let's say you want to become an entrepreneur mm. and you're looking at let's say a business and you're trying to sell widgets widgets is a made-up thing right? It's just made up. Mm-hmm. You're trying to sell widgets and in your mind, you're like, you know what? The market for widgets is terrible here. Or nobody's going to buy my widgets, you know, etc, etc. But why do you think that? How do you know that? Do you, have you even tried it? What information do you have to back up your claims that nobody likes Shabam's widgets? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at that point, I'd be like, do I trust myself? Do I trust the information I have?
0: so you're not it's not essentially that you're trusting yourself is that you're doubting
1: yourself. I guess it's related. Um, because yes, when you're doubting yourself, but the doubt comes from the trust that you think you have the right information, right? So if you can be like, you know, maybe I don't trust the information I've been given, maybe I don't trust my thoughts on this subject. And that allows you to like go in a direction that you wouldn't have previously got.
2: Mm.
1: So I, got, I, got yeah, it. I think in the end, what I'm saying is yes, trust yourself, but don't think for one second, you have all the right information.
0: No, absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know, but, but who are we to live a life thinking we're never going to be wrong?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Right. I love being wrong. Shit. (laughs) I'll even fucking tattoo that on myself. That's how I, how much I love (laughs) being wrong.
2: See,
0: with things like that, Uh, you, you should trust yourself even more because if you feel like, "Mm, the numbers are not right. Yeah. Trust, trust that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, put your part to look for more information, look at the numbers yeah. That, that's not that's not trusting it you should trust yourself right mm-hmm. um essentially where you confuse is doubt you're doubting this yes you should you should always love yourself trust yourself be there for yourself
1: yes
0: like yeah. are you are you do you feel comfortable being alone yes that's all you need
1: yeah that's uh that's a skill as well there are a lot of people who don't yeah. like, uh a lot of people don't like silence can't sit in a room with someone else and not speak for like even 15 minutes yeah um
0: yeah
1: <laughs> that's my thought on that
0: when when i first uh, started going to pro so that's how i felt mm-hmm. i feel, and and some days i still very feel very uncomfortable i i you know it makes me feel overwhelmed when i'm surrounded with so many people hmm you know, but then again, I got to slap myself and be like, hey, I snap out of this. This is life. Would you would you say
1: you're introverted? Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, I'm an introvert. Okay. Would you say would you say if you met someone new that you'd be able to trust them? No, no, Okay. no,
0: but I'm not going to walk. You can't all right, but you can't live a life. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I say this personal experience. Mm-hmm. You can't live a life walking on eggshells. Yeah. Because if you continue to live life like that, you're not living. That's right. And then the next question will be, who are you living for? Yeah. And why are you living? And okay. then all of a sudden you have all these fucking questions that driving yourself crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: So you do the, the, the essential deal method and then fuck it. Live your life. Mind your business. And and then you 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 be construed like I'm often construed. I'm cocky. I'm too arrogant. I'm this. I'm that. Uh, uh, uh.
1: Yeah, a lot of people think that.
0: Yeah, and, and you
1: then see, like person villain. Like,
0: and then I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I I truly don't. I truly don't. Uh, because then I'll stop living for me, and I just yeah. want to live this life. That's facts. You know it, it's and then. You know, because you they, you come off confident and people just start disliking you is because mm-hmm. you 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 tapped into something within them and marked an insecurity.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. That's actually pretty profound. Yes.
0: But then fuck it.
1: You're right, because how people see you is a reflection of yeah. how they feel inside, as they would say.
0: Yeah. Listen, all you need to know you need first of all you need to know yourself. Yeah. Right? Like I know myself. There's certain things, even being married, that, that I wouldn't do.
2: Okay.
0: Like if I know, let's say example, my wife is uh having an issue with a brother, a brother pissed her off for any reason, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna look the other way. I'm gonna walk the other way. You know mm-hmm. why? Because my time, my my uh emotions. My mindset, you know, said whatever. I love myself too much
2: mm-hmm.
0: to to get involved with some petty bullshit. Got it. And it's BS because I end up going to talking within five minutes, yeah. and act like nothing's going to happen, right? Yeah. And that's you know not that's uh, not that same scenario, but yet scenarios in life in general. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. And if I feel I'm getting, I'm I'm going to walk away. You know why I surround? Because I love myself too much.
1: I understand. So you said something earlier that I wish I had a good grasp on for myself. But to you, like, what are the elements of knowing yourself?
2: What does it mean to know yourself? Uh,
1: that is a very good question. <laughs> All right? Like, what what does that mean? And um, it's it's.
0: What that? What does that mean? Knowing myself? Mm-hmm. What, what was your question? What What does that mean? Like, knowing yourself?
1: Yeah, like what are the elements of knowing yourself? Like how do you know that you know yourself? And well, first, uh, yeah.
0: It's a, well, well, first, you uh-huh. gotta you gotta be honest with yourself. Yeah. What are you capable of? Got it. Like are you are you a person that are capable of this, just walking up to a person and smack them for no reason?
1: I think that sometimes, but okay, yeah, but dude, <laughs> would you
0: like, okay, like, uh fuck, I don't want to put myself out there uh, <laughs> um, all right, so growing up,
2: you mm-hmm. know
0: it was um for me it, it I don't want to say it was like a macho thing.
2: God.
0: but growing up, if you didn't defend yourself? Or, or give yeah. a reason for people to respect you, you're oh, gonna okay. get picked out. You get what, what nowadays is considered bullies, right? right. I was right. bullied, you know. I was, you know, essential. Uh, I was, yeah, I was bullied mm-hmm. one time, and then I became a bully. I didn't care how big they were, and now yeah. I, I will go up to people and just slap them,
2: okay?
0: Right? Hurt people, hurt people. I mean, but that was, you know. As, and and I'm not saying I condole that because you shouldn't go through that, no. and no one should ever go through that, especially me as a child, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that those are the rules.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. Th- those that that was survival. Yes. You know, you you can either be a little boy that everybody's gonna make fun of, call you weird. Mm-hmm. Um, get bullied get picked on or are you going to stand up for yourself uh, now don't get me wrong i got my ass kicked a lot did that happen? but then again i never that never stopped me <laughs> and it would never stop me
1: yeah
0: because you you're know? here
1: right now man exactly Look at that. <laughs> you're here right now
0: this example i get my ass kicked in and jujitsu a lot yes I'm still here, we still go, we still roll. That's right. I got kicked in the nuts a lot.
1: All right. <laughs> <did I>. um, <laughs> who does that? Who uh, does that to no, you? But you know, going I'm back sorry. to
0: your <laughs> going back to your original question, right? Uh, uh, what are the, the elements, right? That's one knowing yeah. yourself. Uh, to get what are you capable of?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right? Um, what makes you tick? Got it uh, what bothers you Got it um are you a person that I consider to be trustworthy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you know they like they like to fucking throw this word a lot uh loyalty
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you a loyal person right like these are these are sensual elements that will hope to know you know yourself better got it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you you know are you like is there are you running let's say a uh, uh, 25k right yeah. where are you willing to go are you willing to go through it with it or are you willing to go half and, and that's it that's you know how far yeah. would you go mm-hmm. these are things that you need, you need to ask yourself you got a girlfriend you, you have to sit down you know it's not all about the booty right it's you got to really sit down and and as fucked up as it sounds, you got to dissect the, the person you're gonna choose to spend the rest of your life with.
2: That's facts, yeah.
0: And you know, don't do uh, friends and and do a uh, pro and cons. Keep that shit to yourself,
1: <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs>
0: um. Uh-huh. Are you got to actually? Are you willing to you know die on that bridge? Right? Like, are you? going to take a, a topic in life and, and stay there for the rest of your life? Or are you going to be a person that is going to be sitting down with other people and just although you don't, you don't agree with the other person, are you going to sit down and be you know willing to hear them out and try to understand? Yes. Because as you get older, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about understanding.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So we you know, are you a person that Wants to be liked for some reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you are your person are you accountable for yourself? Are you a person who can say, Did you fucked up? Yeah, I fucked up. Facts. Are you are you a person who's gonna pass blame? Mm-hmm. As in knowing that you did it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So these these are just these are those questions that's going to help you get know you as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta be you gotta be real honest
1: with yourself. Have you have you taken the sixteen personalities quiz? Uh, is that what the? Um, it's like ENTJ. Yes, M- yes, yes. ENFP, like all those things. Yes, yes yes, thing? yes, yes, yes.
0: Right. I am I am the person. Uh, I can't remember the fucking name, but I'm the person that's like with the least amount of people in it in the group
1: i see let's do a little bit of research just real quick um all right you don't test me no 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 that's, that's i a 20 minute quiz no i just want to see the most rare infj i'm INFJ. Yeah.
0: I remember i was in college um uh, my my uh, speech, right? Speech, the speech class. She said, uh, people like within the category I fell in were like hermits. <laughs> that was funny.
1: I don't think you're a hermit. But that's the thing. You've changed a lot since college, I, I imagine. But see, the reason why I asked that is at least for me, when I take the 16 personalities quiz, I've taken like maybe six. Five, six times in the past few years. And all at like different stages of my life. And every time it's a different thing. So if I were to say that I know myself, the only thing I know for sure is that I am evolving. <laughs> right. Yes. Now. And that's, that's, I think that's the most important quality.
0: Yes. Listen, I'm
1: not being biased.
0: <laughs> okay. So hear me out. Right. Here, here a little of my anxiety. Right. Uh-huh. Fuck those tests, right? Those are just, you know, that's like those are just fucking surveys. Yeah. Put you in boxes and categorize you. Fuck that. Uh-huh. You're never gonna be the person you were yesterday.
2: Uh-huh.
0: You're not the person who you were five years ago. Agreed. You can't live your life by the mistakes you made.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You can only live by them by help you learn the lesson uh-huh. and not commit the same mistake. And progress in life. Yes. I'm not the, I'm not five years ago. I'm not the same person I was here today. That mm-hmm. was not, I'm not, you get married. You're not, you, the, you know, you, you, when you, once you get married five years later, you're not that same person. They married mm-hmm. people change. We have to change,
1: Yes.
0: you know, if we don't change then what the fuck are we doing? You know, life, you know, our life are, is, are like books. No difference. Just chapters. What does this chapter mean for you? Mm-hmm. Right. And so on and so on and so on. But we have to yeah. like, there, I like, I like my podcast, right. Because I don't like to put myself in the pot in a box. Right. I've said a lot of shit and a lot of shit in 70, I think 72 episodes, a lot of shit. Uh, huh. But what I said yesterday, probably I don't mean it when I, you know, today, yeah, right? Because my thought, as I continue to learn, you know, my thought, you know, life experience. A lot of people nowadays uh, have this vendetta, a lot of shit, but they don't have life experience. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, mostly unfortunately, mostly people are like you that mommy and daddy paid the college and blah blah blah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Right? You at least you got a little thug in it,
1: right? Just a little bit. Right?
0: Yeah, I,
1: mean, I, got, I got very lucky, um, but it wasn't always like that, at least for like the first, up into college.
2: Yeah.
1: And I was able to pay off a lot of it because I got hit by a car when I was 10. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's crazy. I broke my leg. I wasn't able to Damn. walk six, seven months, and I got like a, a nice little settlement out of it. Um, so that helped a lot, too.
0: I mean, but it doesn't uh, matter. But you're here now.
1: I'm here now. Uh, but growing up in Jersey City was fucking crazy, man. Like, Yes, it was. Like, seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade, across the street, an entire family was murdered right across the street from the school. Yeah. Like, entire family murdered. Uh, when I was in high school, the the deli owner across the street was shot, like, a few minutes before we were supposed to start lunch. Like...
0: You see, and those are, those are traumas
1: yeah.
0: that, that shift you, shift your life. You know, those are unnecessary. It's like, it's not necessary, but it's necessary because it, it builds you as a person to, yeah. to, to a better, you know, route in your life. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, uh, same here with me, you know, but, you know, I realized, you know, I think Snoop said of the best, like being gangster, it, it, it's not always cool. No, <laughs> no, you know, like you don't want to be a fucking 70 year old man with your pants beneath your ass, your ass <laughs> sagging. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you also don't want to be fucking that person crying in a shitty relationship that they don't love or whatever. And like it carries on for fucking 10 years and people just get tired of your shit.
1: Oh, yeah. I've seen, I've seen that. It's so sad seeing someone go down that path. Yeah. But they do. Um, well, I mean, you know me. I'm the least thug person you know. But, <laughs> but
0: these are these are just these are just uh, nicknames, just to pass the time. It's all good and you know, good and 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 joyful, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Let, let's get a real thought. I'm gonna be scary. and kind of sad. This is life. Agreed. Okay. So. Um, before we go, I want to answer a couple of those those questions you got from your game.
1: Oh yeah, I let's was gonna do say, that. I was like, let's...
0: So what is it called?
1: It's called so Des-
0: so so. All right, so. let's get
1: Describe. it. Describe a moment that made you feel like a real grown up.
0: Can I pass?
1: You only get one. <laughs> Vulnerability, man. What's something about your life now that you would miss when you're eighty?
0: Ah, oh, having. The uh, ability, mm-hmm. physical ability, mm-hmm. to throw myself on the floor and play with my son. Mm-hmm. Got it. I mean that with all. N- nothing really else in, 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 in time and stuff matter than that.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. That's something to think about, now. Because when you turn that
0: age, on it. Next one.
1: Next one. When was the last time someone saw you cry? Willingly? Willingly? I mean...
0: Or somebody just barged in the door. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I um, do. And not when I need you in the balls. Although you didn't cry. Oh, uh, no, I took that okay, shot. like a champ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was when my son was diagnosed with autism. I feel like a total fan. I feel like it was my fault. I don't have genes of steel.
1: Around five years ago?
0: Actually, no. We fucking uh COVID hit mm-hmm. before COVID. We was in the process. Uh, C- fucking COVID hit lagged. I want to say like a year, two years before somebody evaluated. Okay. Uh, and when things started slowly opening up, I just fucking, okay. you know, got money. I just fucking went to pay for an evaluation. You know, it, and then it wasn't. It wasn't like, uh, it wasn't because he got diagnosed it was it was was more long you know i had to wait so long i'm here depending on people to help me for my son Mm -hmm. and you know they let me down they fucking let me down and i could and i could have helped my i could have helped my son uh long before it was it was that and like me being a shitty parent and like um i should have known this you know, I'm a person that I'll, I'll fucking, I'll blame myself, you know, um, and I just, uh, I just, I, I could not hold back because it was fucking uh, a year, year, two years of just fucking trying to get somebody to evaluate. So I'm trying to help them, get them help, get them help and, you know, excuses and then reschedules and it was just. It became a a frustrating journey and I had no one and I couldn't depend on my wife because I was so busy trying to lift her up and if if she saw me fall, then um, that's it. And I had to be strong. Yeah. So that's
1: all those situations where if someone sees you panic. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You have to.
0: Yeah, and and it was like, you know, I think I just I, I came to I we got home and I just closed myself in the in the bathroom and, and just you know, she is like it was I, I was fucking weeping like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um and she was like, What's taking you so long? And she just barged in, you know, and, and yeah, next question.
2: Okay.
1: I mean,
2: I hope you know
1: it's
2: not his fault, right? <laughs> like, now no, that sounded like it was
0: your fault. But of course, like, you kind of
1: had to like, blame yourself for it, right? Yeah. As it's a like, parent, that's all you do. I, yeah, I
0: know. That's going to be tough. Now, have, let me ask you something. You said you, you, you got hit by a car. Like, did you ever think how your parents felt about it? How many nights they stood awake and worrying and crying? And how they still feel
1: about getting hit by a car? Luckily, it wasn't that <laughs> <after>. <laughs> Luckily, because all oh, that man. happened was I broke a leg, and then they're like, "You're in a cast for six months. It's going to heal. You're going to lead a normal life." Um, I'm sure for like a day or two, they're like, you know, bummed about it." But I doubt it. I I don't know. I actually never asked them.
0: I doubt it. Have a have a you know have a kid. Um. Just let them fall and get a scratch, and see how you feel. A lot of things, a lot of things in life start. Uh, like, how do I put it? They start adding up, and you start understanding.
1: I see what you're saying. Yeah. For now, I don't have a child, so it's hard to relate. Um,
0: yeah, and it's a, it's understandable.
1: Yeah, but that's something to look forward to now. <laughs> maybe <laughs> next next question. <laughs> uh, a lot of the other questions that came up were about like kids and child and stuff. I was like, hard pass, maybe, maybe a little a little lighter. Um, have you ever had to break up with a friend? The most of the reasons.
0: If I had to break up with a friend, yeah, <sighs> oh. Like, sit him down and say, hey, man, this is over. It's not you. It's me.
1: It could either be that or basically just be like, nah, we're just not doing this anymore.
0: Um, I don't, now that I'm a little older, I don't think I ever had friends. Okay. Uh, and if I did, it's just time just goes apart. Mm. And um, I ain't going to fight with time. No. If, if you ain't here, it's for a reason. And
2: time will beat you every time. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. So you never – it was never like, you know, you're hanging out with someone and there's just something weird about them or they said something that you didn't agree with or, you know, nothing. Uh, like. Well, no, I really don't know. Like, I, I –
0: more me, I, I could have I said a lot of shit. I, you know, I'm going to say I'm a straightforward guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I like shit. I'm going to tell you what I don't like shit. Okay. Uh, and you know, I think if I did, it's time. Broke it out. I think it was the best way. I mean, I, you know, I don't know about you, but, you know, guys, we would only really sit there and like, hey, we're not friends anymore, man. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel you. So yeah. No, I I feel you. It's different with guys, I
0: guess. Um yeah, we don't need to sit there and tell you about our emotions.
1: I mean, we do, but
0: <laughs> Yeah, but I'm not going to sit there and say, yeah, this is why i <laughs> to stop talking to you. Yeah, you know, like I know. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see myself doing that. If I, if I if I see myself mm-hmm. doing that? Mm-hmm. First of all, if I had to break up with you as a friend, you were never a friend. And if I see myself doing that, it's mm-hmm. because uh, I have a certain appreciation for you. So Got I'm pulling you aside like a man, and I'm telling you what I, I, I dislike. Got it. So we could come to an agreement, uh, and hopefully our friendship can maintain.
1: Understood. All right, last question, man. <laughs> What would detectives assume about you if they inspected your room without ever meeting you?
0: They would say I'm a person who has
1: dreams and goals. Okay. Someone has dreams and goals. Are there any characters that they would assume that you look up for?
0: Uh, characters? What do you mean?
1: Uh, well, not like characters, but like if someone came into your room, would they be like, this guy definitely likes Elon Musk or something
2: like that? No. They would
0: say this guy likes he loves being a dad. Uh, He doesn't forget where he came from and he probably loves Batman. Bruce
1: Wayne? Well, Batman or Bruce Wayne? Both. Both. You can't have have one without the other. And which version of Bruce
0: Wayne? Um, Which version of Bruce Wayne? Either the animated series Bruce Wayne or Hmm. by far I think the best Bruce Wayne for me because it matched the like to the animated version, um, uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, not Brad Pitt. Um, what's his fucking name? Uh, been, yeah. Ben Affleck.
1: Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh, the DC. I always thought that he would be a really good Batman.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Very and his,
0: and we cut him because because we share the same birthday, mm-hmm. to He's a. Hardcore, like he's somebody that enjoys the art, the mm-hmm. comics, he knows his shit, yeah. So,
1: yeah, okay. not Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: Oh, well, I don't have him, I don't have him, uh, I don't have him like in my room,
2: <laughs> okay. All but
0: he, uh, Steve Austin was a major influence in my life, okay. Uh, as you can see, I I, I named my son after him. Oh yeah. Yeah, his name is Austin.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I just I just saw your shirt and
0: I was like, this guy. This. Yeah, man. I, I grew like I grew up alone, uh-huh. so I, I was uh, at that time I was always watching WWF. Uh uh-huh. And you know there's this guy that he was always stunning his boss, mm-hmm. and beating shit out of his boss raising hell yeah and that's it's right. just you know when, when when people try to bully me that's what i would do i would just you know give them a stunner smack him in the face
1: yeah that's right you gotta defend yourself man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right man and- thank you for
0: joining me it's been an honor it's been a pleasure
1: yes wait before we go uh-huh. i think this this last question will be a content <laughs> oh man i think you're gonna like it. all right let's go if you had to come up with a new class that everyone is required to take in school what would it be
0: like uh a a class uh one class
1: you think everyone should be able to take and learn
0: uh do i have to start one from scratch or i could bring one i could bring one back
1: whatever you want well i would bring they teach I,
0: I I would bring back um, is it home ec home ec? Okay. it would teach people how to uh, cook and so and all. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, because a lot of
0: these motherfuckers don't know how to do that.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Um, if I have to start one from scratch, mm-hmm. Fludge. Um, well, I'll probably get. Ryan Pro to come teach some jiu you know. Oh. Uh <laughs> no. Um I would have a class, I, I wouldn't know how to name it. Uh but I would start a class in where I would analyze the kids, right? You know, they got popular and, and is always popular and not popular And yeah. and force them, not force them, but like it'll be a mandatory to pass. Uh and where there was you know partake one and talking to one another got it uh, i think a lot of people especially when you're growing meet lack point of views and don't understand yes. okay. uh, i think the more we're able to understand one another uh, yeah. this, is, this is probably with a better better outcome a positive outcome
1: so we teach them how to do the deal talk podcast how to start
0: their own? <laughs> well, the, the the fucking deal is not rocket science, man. It's just it's talking. Like
1: you Just gotta sit
0: down, right? Have a conversation instead of or, uh over a fucking computer text message, right? And it, I guess it goes all it goes back to right my, uh, my upbringings, right. I just sit. We used to sit in the corner and we used to chop it up about everything.
2: Yeah,
0: have a conversation about everything. So a lot of things you, you can get to know about a person, right? And just talking. You yeah. know, I used to, I used to. I grew up with my grandparents, so like I used to always sit down with older people and just ask them questions, and they had all the patience in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and and uh, they were, they were I, w- I was drinking out of their uh, fountain of wisdom.
2: Got it.
0: And it was dope, and I missed that. Hmm. I miss that a lot there's a lot of uh, a lot of my old f- friends friends were old people okay I mean, was, and sometimes it was just uh, they needed somebody to hang out with Yeah. they sit there and I had nothing to do and yeah. go sit and, and talk to them and it was just amazing stories from amazing people that you would never hear about or know about hmm. mm-hmm And I just, I found that to be so inspiring. Yeah. So we're here now and all we want to hear is your story and what you have to say. That's right. And let the people uh, see if it's valuable or not. And boom, thank you for coming on Deal Talk. DL Talk. Tell the people they can find you before we go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Siobhan underscore J uh also neon belly clothing n-e-o-n-b-e-l-l-y clothing uh
0: see and, and that's that, and that's that bullshit because you got me <laughs> you got me rambling on about this life ship and we didn't get to talk about neon belly
1: no that's okay i'm just setting it up for another podcast
0: all right all and
1: right so find me back on
0: uh, well the door is always open
1: awesome once again thank you so much for setting this up facilitating so the it logistics everything went very smoothly
0: thank you i hope you enjoyed your song and this
1: well, was a really guys, boom. great
0: hour and a half so thank you <laughs> i hope so <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm out guys have a good night boom